Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, everybody. This is me, the proud son of Sally Mae Keller. Most of you know me by Glenn, brother Glenn, Pastor Keller, whatever it is. But I'm grateful to be here this evening. Um, We're trying to do a new thing all the way around. And I wanted to start it off by meeting and greeting and having some open conversation and um, getting to really know each other. You know, I made some comments in the little video, first of all, that I know I've got probably a thousand friends, and some of them I grew up with, some I went to school with, some I've, I've worked with, but the majority of them I don't know on a personal level. And that's what, you know, social media is great, but there's a disconnect there. Because we go on social media and we put GM for good morning and HRU for how are you and WYB for what are you doing. But but I'm I'm trying to as we move forward and continue to do real talk, I want us to make a, a, a personal connection. So that's why we opened up the line this evening to have a meet and greet to you know, for, for somebody that, that called in. Um if we're not already friends, we're gonna get to be friends for real because I can ask you it may not be face to face, but I can hear your voice, you can hear my voice, I can say how you're doing and hear somebody respond to me. That way we'd be able to make a personal connection. This is going to be easy tonight. We just introducing ourselves. We just meeting and greeting and getting to know one another just a little bit. But as time progresses, we're going to have uh, the difficult conversations. We're going to have the, 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 the conversation that draws the best out of us. You know, the conversations that may bring tears to somebody's eyes sometimes, but those tears are going to give them the relief that they need at that time. Uh, so as we as we continue to move forward, we're also going to continue with uh, our co-host, uh, Sister Lisa Magnum. Mangum, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mangum. And uh, uh, we, we uh, sort of share a gift to, to speak. Uh, she's a speaker as well, and God has given us a specific gift that I'll let her talk about uh, here a little later. But as we get started here, we'll uh, start off with a prayer, and then we'll move forward from there. Father God, we thank you this evening for this chance and this opportunity to come together as your people. God, we pray that you would be in the the midst of us and that you would just bless this conversation, dear God, that something will be said or something will be done, dear God, that might uplift somebody's spirit. First of all, we've been given an opportunity to come together, dear God, and there's there's, there's nothing wrong. Things happen when, when people come together. So, God, I pray that there would be a coming together, that we would be able to feed off one another as you feed us, that we would be able to encourage one another as you as you encourage us, that we would be able to strengthen one another as you strengthen us. So bless all that we do this evening, oh, God, and we'll give your name the glory, the honor, as well as the praise. It is in Jesus' name, and for his sake I pray, amen, and thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. Well, I can say I'm the proud son of Sally Mae Kellen. If you've been my Facebook friend for any amount of time, any amount of time, I think the world knows who Sally Mae Kellen is. Uh, may not know her like I know her. That was my mother. I couldn't be prouder. I'll carry her name around for the rest of my natural born days. Um, what they used to call? Oh, uh, Mama's boy. 
And from what I understand about mama's boy, they say, girl, whatever you do, stay away from the mama boy. Well, you got to stay away from me then because I want you my heart and in my soul because I love her so much and she meant so much to me during the time that she was here on here on this earth and that all I had to do is live right and I'll see her again in heaven. Uh, so this is our meet and greet. If somebody, all the, all the lines is tied in. We're not doing it where you have to bring somebody in. Everybody can hear everybody. You know, it might, it might sound like somebody talking over somebody like I was doing on the prayer line this morning, but that's all right. We're going to get through this, and we're not going to just be Facebook friends. We're not just going to be social media friends. I'm going to get to know you guys. You guys are going to get to know me, and then we're going to be real friends here on Real Talk. So I tell you who I was. Who's next? Hi, my name is Lisa Mangum. Hello, Lisa. How are you? I'm great. And yourself? Fantastic. Couldn't be better. God is good all the time. Awesome. Well, we appreciate we appreciate you joining. I know you're busy, and, and uh, hopefully you'll tell us a little bit later about your next speaking engagement coming up without revealing too much. Um, okay. But we thank God for that and for you this evening. Uh, look, I, I should have did you like they do at AA. Welcome, Lisa. <laughs> but I, okay. But I ain't going to do, do you like that. So I think you just did. Huh? Nothing. <laughs> Who else? Who else? I just said I think there? you just did, but it's all good. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? I thought I heard somebody yeah. else. Somebody. Hello. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I'm driving, so I didn't want to be a distraction driving. But my name is Pam James. Hello. Hey, hey Miss Pam. <laughs> Hello. Well, you Hello, don't have to worry about me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just say hello. My name is Veronica Jackson. How you doing, everybody? Hello. Hello, hey, Veronica. How you doing, classmate? Hey, I'm doing fine. I'm looking forward to going to the prom next month. Oh, yeah. You got to let me know what, what the date is. I think it's the first weekend, the 10th and the 12th. Okay, well, I got everything set. I know we meet in the green, but I ain't going to tell nobody we graduated 40 years ago. Ah, um, you. You know, it's it's a it's a blessing to say, uh, to hear you on the line, and to know that it's been. All right. All right. (laughs) But anyway, Veronica, it's it's a blessing to know that here, forty years later, that we're still friends, and you know, we walk those we walk those hallways of Warren Easton High School, and. Oh, or did you decade. really walk? Huh? Or did you really walk? <laughs> Veronica, who you talking to? Huh? Who you talking to? All ghosts of, of 78. Class of 78. All, all ghosts of 78. Well, thank you. Uh, well, Veronica, right. they, got, they, got Lisa, they got Lisa there. They got, was it Pam? Huh? Yes, that's right, Pam. Yes, thank you. Hey, Pam, what's up? Uh-huh. You know, I'm Hello, how are you doing? I'm sorry, I could hear what you were saying. It's, I'm driving in a lot of rain, so it's a lot of background noise. So I was continuously pretty much keeping it on mute so I'm not interrupting the call. So whatever you just asked me, I'm sorry, I wasn't able to hear you. No, that's quite all right. I was just I was just introducing myself. Matter of fact, we can't even hear any I don't hear any of the rain. 
So, uh, so you're doing fine, and, and I'm, I'm glad I'm I'm glad you poked your head in. Um, yes. To be to be part of to be part of our meeting three. This is how we're where we we had our first show uh, a week ago where we talked about codependency. And we were preparing for the second show, and I just it was just incumbent upon me to see if we could make a personal connection with the people that we hope to be sharing with, and um, and hopefully there'll be others to come as we as as, as we come in contact with people that have. Uh, either stories or information that they would like to share, uh, because I'm truly a knowledge and information person. You know, the worst thing we perish for a lack of knowledge. And what I don't know, you may know. What you what you don't know, I may know. But when we all come together, we find out what each other know, which empowers all of us and, and takes us all to another level and makes us all stronger and makes us better. So I'm, I am looking for great things to happen here. Yes. Thank you, thank you, Veronica. We'll get a chance to walk them halls again in about two more weeks. Oh yeah. I want to go. Uh, I, I'm what? still gonna be your. I'm still gonna be your ride. I'm gonna pick you up. All right. I'll be ready. <laughs> Since we're going back, I might see if I can find that old suit that I wore to the prom. Oh Lord, girl! I told a big, I told a big one that time. But anyway, I'm telling you, is, any, is anybody else here with us? Huh? I'm probably gonna fit mine now. My prom dress. Mm. Go ahead with, and I'm But if I had that boy, I sure would wear it. Mm. And shock every mm. last one of them. Well, you into you into you into shocking all now? Yeah, I know one person will will pass out. Really pass out, literally, really, honestly. And I'm telling you, I and I make sure I bring my camcorder that night so I can put it on YouTube. Well, I ain't even gonna touch that one. Um, <laughs> Lord have mercy. All right, Veronica. Well, Veronica, you already know. Pam here and Lisa here and Glenn here and is anybody else here? Anybody else this evening? Well, there may be there may not be anybody else right now, but you know it. it I think conversation. Some time ago, it, it appeared that conversation was becoming a lost art in this uh, time of technology that we live in. You know, it's so yeah. sad. Um, I, I say it's so sad. It's just odd or whatever that, that people don't com- communicate anymore. You know, you have, you have a family in the house, the children upstairs, texting downstairs to the mom and the daddy, and, and really um, they could be sitting in the same room and nobody's paying attention to nobody in the room because they – on the phone, texting this one, FaceTime, and now one. You know, we've lost that personal touch. We've lost that ability to just to just have a conversation. I mean, I don't want to time date myself. Well, time date made an issue. I'm 58 years old. But there was a time that dinner time came. That was the time that we sit around the dinner table and talk to one another. And they would, there would even be times when they would say, well, well, turn the TV off. We need to talk. And we're losing some of that, and I hope that we could get some of that back. That we, that we could have because uh, communication is paramount. Um, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in a marriage, whether it's in a ministry, you know, communicate. You've got to be able to communicate, and hopefully, as we move forward, uh, we'll be able to communicate uh, uh, pertinent information that people need at a certain time. You know, I, I thank God for the years that I spent in the ministry. Uh, but ser- a sermon is a tool for a specific purpose. You know, I do all the talking and you do all the listening. But in a conversation, we get to talk to one another. We get to get feedback. You know, I say such and such, and you say, yeah, well, but so-and-so. And then somewhere we meet in the middle, and, and, we walk, and we both walk away knowing a little more than we knew when we first got involved. 
in, in that in that exchange of information. So, you know, here on Real Talk, we're gonna try to bring some of that back. I'd say the first kind of the first conversation we had dealt with codependency and some of my own issues and you know, a lot of people have issues and sometimes there's no place to, to vent those issues without being judged or without being uh criticized and I'm not gonna allow any of that, not on this line. I hold a mute button. So uh but we're gonna learn uh, we're going to grow. Uh, we're going to become the men and women of God that he intended us to be, simply by being able to talk and communicate with one another, share information. You know, every time I get a chance to open my mouth, I talk about uh, if you've got a cell phone and you've got an a Internet connection, you've got access to the world. And when we gain this information, it's not enough. it's not enough to just gain the information and hold on to it like the guy in the Bible did with the one talent. But when we get information that we believe would help somebody, you know, we need to share that information. If it'll strengthen somebody, then we need to share that information. If it'll uplift somebody's head, because, you know, just because somebody's got a problem, don't mean that everything is okay. Um, I've had a smile on my face when I was hurting. like I like I had not been hurting before, but we want we're gonna we're gonna talk and we're gonna get to it and and uh, matter of fact I'm doing all this while I'm doing all this talking I got a co-host up in here I ain't supposed to be doing all that talking so uh, well you're not you're not <laughs> taking a breath so I mean I can't even interject in but um <laughs> you said a very key thing <laughs> you said something key and I think uh, a couple of years back I I dealt with social media with our teens at my church and um, challenged them about putting the phone down um, and not always wanting all these likes or love on their on their pictures or posts on Instagram and Snapchat to just put the phone down. But they said that's what drives them to, if they don't have enough likes or loves on it, they want to repost that picture. I was like, for what? I mean, you don't know the half of these people you don't know. So I try to, you know, let them know communication to one to another in the room with them is a key thing because, like you said earlier, we're losing communication, um, and they don't know how to talk. They don't know how to um, articulate and, you know, teaching them in, in Sunday school, they was doing the abbreviation. I was like, okay, well, what is that? And they're like, oh, you don't know? I was like, no, but you're not going to talk in code in here. That's what you're not going to do. So um, I think a lot of times they hiding behind these codes and talking uh, information to their friends so their parents don't know because they know parents, half the parents don't know what's going on. And we had an issue where, you know, some young girls was doing some things they ain't had no business on, on social media and the parents had no clue and didn't know how to go on these uh, devices and shut these things down. So um, as parents, we have to educate ourselves and then also educate our children that you can get caught up in doing something that will get you in a lot of trouble or you can come up missing or whatever the case may be. So uh, even though if we have information around the world in our hands, it's also if you don't utilize it correctly, you can bring detrimental to yourself and your family. That's true. Well, actually, now that you say that, it, it, I mean, it's a two-edged sword. Because for, for every piece of good information you find on there, you'll find something you don't even want to see. Um, right. We got a show on here called Catfish. Just what you were talking about, the young children getting on these these sites and finding love on the sites and come to find out they're murderers, pedophiles, and they're not, they're not the mm-hmm. pictures that they're looking at. And the parents just let them do it. Ever since they're 11 years old, 10 years old, they do them younger than that instead of monitor them. And um, putting all these parental guards on them, they just let them go wild and free. And then when something happens to them, they want to come and cry, please help me, my children this, my children that. Keep your eyes on your children. Don't let them get on social media. Or anything, don't even post too many children, but they can find somebody to find you anyway. They can find you, but you got adults doing that too, though. Yeah, they. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, but you, know you, got, you got adults on catfishing too, and come up missing. 
So, you know, we all have to just use wisdom when it comes to um, the social media because you don't know who you're talking to on the other on the other line. They, they're right. trying to be hiding behind a picture, you know, where you're looking at a, a, a Caucasian guy or a black guy, and they could be the opposite, say, oh, it could be a female. So, you know, we don't yeah. know who's hiding behind these photos. Well, how, how, yeah. much, how much of this, you know, um, there, there, was, there was a time in my years when I was in school, when I was a young man, and, um, and, and I stand corrected, but if somebody has some input on here, you know, our parents were parents. Somehow now parents want to be their children's friends. My, my, my mom ain't never tried to be my friend. Uh, her responsibility was to raise me. And uh, I think maybe sometimes you lose something trying to be buddy-buddy because parents have to make decisions that you might not like it, but I'm your parent and you'll understand later um, what I'm trying to do or what I'm trying to say or how I'm trying to help you. So, you know, we got to keep, keep in mind that as we use the very technology that we're talking about to uh, to be able to still be able to communicate on those different levels and uh, to get whatever message we're trying to convey out there to the, to the young, to the old, to the rich, to the poor, to the black, to the white, to the gay, to the straight, you know, um, hurt is hurt. It don't, it don't have no uh, certain gender or race or creed or color. You know, pain is pain. Uh, depression is depression. And you know, and if, and if we're if we're not gonna help somebody in some way, then then what are we doing here? I mean, there's a game on we could be watching. Um, we could be doing something else, but the main focus here is going to is going to be to see if we can help somebody. That's what it's all about at the end of the day, trying to make a difference in somebody's life. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I agree. <laughs> oh goodness, I agree. But you know, um a lot of people, um, I think Miss Veronica hit it that people are looking for love in all the wrong places or um teens are. But if we don't talk, you know, the key thing is discussing and uh, educating and letting others know, um what the ifs, ands, and uh, what could occur, if we just give you a device and just say, huh, go for what you know, the kids is going to do and do and do, but until they're being taught, and it's sad that they have to learn from experiences, and sometimes if we don't open our mouths and just share with them, this is what you need to do, This, you know, and don't go overboard or just going in these different areas trying to find somebody because if you give them your address, somebody's going to show up at the house, they can kill you, they can do this, that, and the other. So, you know, it's all about communicating, like you said earlier, and if we don't communicate effectively, then uh, things can go south, you know. Um, and as far as, uh, like you said, uh, trying to be uh, one's friend, um, I don't, I see that some parents are trying to be friends, but they also trying to relive their childhood while their child is growing up. So, um, some of these parents dress just like their child, and I, I'd be kind of shocked a little bit because, um, <clears throat> you know, if you're fifty, you shouldn't be wearing <clears throat> tight minis, and you know, like your child trying to wear tight minis, you should be setting that example. But some of these parents are not setting these examples for them. So the kids are going uh, boat wild, rampant, and they're learning from their friends instead of learning at home. And that should be the first example. And, and I, I hope uh, I hope what we're, what we're able to accomplish, Lisa, uh, is that um, to show a genuine concern. You know, the, the old saying was people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. And if, 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 if people can, can, whether it's to feel the presence of God, and, you know, some people, some people can tell whether you're being real or not. You know, people can tell mm-hmm. whether it's blowing smoke or whether you're being real. But if, if, if people can, can uh, somehow connect with our hearts and where we're coming from, you know, yeah, we could be doing something else. But while we're doing something else, somebody might need to hear 
a word, and sometimes it's a word from the Lord, and sometimes it's a word of encouragement, and sometimes it's not even a word at all. Sometimes just to take somebody by the hand and let them know somebody's there, put your arm around them, pat them on the back, uh, but to know somebody's there and they're not alone. And, you know, and, and, and when we share our various story, and everybody got a story. Yeah. When we share our story and somebody's able to connect with that story and it tells them, oh, she understands, oh, she understands where I'm at and, and, and what it is that I'm going through. And um, right. And we've got to be able, and we've got to be able to do that. Yes. Yes, but you have to be transparent in sharing your story. Um, some people um, I've, I've seen uh, try to help encourage, and you know, there's no transparency. But um, when I um, and Pam is on here, she's still on here. She gave me my first platform to speak on at her event called Ladies Night Out. And she has shifted, and sometimes she do a Ladies' Day brunch. However, she's given me that platform to speak and encourage women, not even, I mean, even through uh, my weight loss journey and any um, other issues or any experiences I've had in my life um, to give them hope and to inspire them. Um, I, I'm very candid. I'm, I, I mean, I'm going to give you the full story. It's not going to be no butter. It's not going to be no sugar. It is gonna be raw what happened. And um and I I pretty much relive what happened to put people in, in that segment of where I was. And um you know, that's the only way I can be as transparent as possible to help engage that you know, the people that I'm speaking to of what happened and then let them know the outcome of it all. So that there's that hope that they have. I may not have went through what Lisa went through, but I can kind of take that part and say, yeah, I, I kind of went through something a little similar to it, but I didn't, I didn't know I could get out of it doing it this way. Or I didn't know I can ha- it was help over there. So, um, you know, being very transparent is, is, is really, you know, important when you stand before people to talk because um, you can just say, you know, like you say, everybody has a story, but how much of your story are you willing to share? Are you just going to give them the butter, or are you going to give them uh, a one egg? And and if the ingredients need six eggs, and you just give them one, you're not giving them the full picture of anything. You're just giving them bits and pieces, and then they still don't. They still broken or uh, bruised and cannot figure out where's the hope or where can I get help from on the other side. And, and you know you're absolutely right, Lisa. And you maybe think I think I, I shared this last week, and I, I talked about about 11 years ago. I did a, a tent revival in Texas, and and as the revival drew closer, and I was considering my message, I kept hearing, "You can't help people if you're going to have secrets." And I knew what God was talking mm-hmm. about. And I'm like, "Okay, you can keep putting that in my ear if you want. I'm never telling that." And and the closer it got to the tent revival. If you want to really help people, you can't have secrets. And 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 by the time the, the tent by the time the tent revival came, I kind of still was set in my mind that um, okay, yeah, I do want to help people, and I'm gonna keep this secret. But lo and behold, by the time we actually got to the tent revival, the secret that I know that 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 was being impressed upon me was having been molested at, at, at a young age. I don't even remember what, what age I was. I just I just know that uh, a relative was doing something he had no business. And I, I guess I kind of blocked oh. it out to some, some degree. And and my mm-hmm. plan was to take that to my grave. Um, you know, my mother just passed three years ago, and she never knew about it because she wasn't at the tent revival. Uh, but as the tent revival came up, um, I use for I use the scripture that I use was for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believe in Him wouldn't perish but have everlasting life. And I just kind of pinpointed on that word whosoever, and I spoke a word that night called even me. So even with what had happened to me, but it but it may have taken those forty plus years, but once I did let it out, it was it was liberty, it was freedom. The reason I could talk about it mm-hmm. now was because I talked about it then. 
but it was it was in me, eating me like a cancer. Just the idea that anybody, and I mean nobody couldn't find out, but just the idea that if, if somebody knew this about me, when in actuality, once I put it out there, not only did it liberate mm-hmm. me, I couldn't I couldn't believe the people who under that tent that night. And that's why God just kept bringing it to me. God knew something that I didn't know. He knew who was going to be there and who was going to need to hear it. Right. And the only way they're going to hear right. it is, you, is if you get up off them secrets. Right, right. And, uh, right. and with that, I, the, first, the first time I went to a CODA meeting, CODA Penis Anonymous, mm-hmm. I just thought I had done mm-hmm. so much crazy stuff, so much silly stuff that I was so embarrassed. And I know about Nobody in the world couldn't have been this foolish. Nobody in the world couldn't have been this stupid. And I was sitting there thinking, okay, I'm at this meeting, but I ain't going to say nothing because I've just been a fool. I've been a stone fool, and I ain't getting ready to let nobody know that I've been that big a fool. But I sit there, and different people begin to get up and say, hello, my name is such and such. I'm a code, I'm codependent. And they would begin to tell their story, and I kind of had my head down in shame. But as they begin to tell their stories, I raised my head up because the people were telling my story. I'm sitting there thinking, ain't nobody, ain't nobody did what I did. I mean, I'm sitting up in here with y'all, but y'all ain't bad as I am. And they just went around the circle telling my story. And the more they told my story, the better I feel. Now, when I did finally get up to tell my story, because they encouraged me enough or made me feel whatever it was in that circle, that now I'm, I might have cried all the way through my story. I might have used the box of Kleenex all the way through my story, but I got a chance to get that out of me. Right. Your healing and cleansing begun during that time. And that's what, you know, um, that's what we all fail to realize is that even through what we have experienced in life, we still bound to those things. We are still yet connected to those things or those people. But until we let go and speak out about it and to help someone else, we're never going to be free from it. We're just going to be still bound. And, you know, um, how long shall we be bound to to things of this world? Because God said he'll give us life and that more abundantly. So how much abundant life you going to have if you, you're bound to things and people? Because if you weighed it down, how can you move about if you weighed it down? And see, a lot of my, I, I, pray, I pray to God about being 554 pounds, and I was like, God, I don't even eat bad. I don't even eat a whole lot. Why do I have all this weight on my body? And in my dream, he showed me the issues of my life, the things that I went through. I suppressed them so much that he said, if you allow me to clean the insides of you, it will reflect on the outside of you. And, I mean, granted, yes, I had to have surgery and everything, and that was because I kept falling. My hip was giving out. But nevertheless, it didn't matter how I had it. It was a tool. I didn't just drop off 275 pounds doing absolutely nothing. I had to walk. I had to exercise. I had to um, eat right. Um, I had to do necessary things to keep my tool activated to get this weight off of me. And if I didn't do those necessary tools, my weight wouldn't drop off. I would still be 554 pounds. But because I activated my tool, I... I'm not no longer 554 pounds, so I walk with grace. I, I I see the results that he cleaned up. I allowed him to clean up my insides, got rid of some of that, that junk that I was buried for years and dealt with it. So now all that I consider mess is my testimony. It's where I stand on stage and just uh, on different platforms and just tell people Different, whatever the the topic is, I can pull something from what I've been through and encourage the audience to know that there is hope out of your mess. There is there is deliverance out of your mess. So, um, you know, we all, like you said before in the beginning of the show, we all have a story. So are you willing to share your story? All right. Amen. Reuben, Reuben Stutter has a beautiful song, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful song. And if you get a chance to go on YouTube and listen to it, but the song says, make it medicine for someone else. He says, take all your hurts, take all your pain, take the trophies off the shelf, take all of that and make it medicine for someone else. And that's what we're here for. I mean, okay, um, 
the Bible says we overcome by our testimony. And it's, and it's my testimony mm-hmm. is when I was bound that, that Jesus set me free, then somebody else is sitting mm-hmm. bound that thought they would be bound forever. But knowing that God is not a respecter of person and what he'll do for me, he'll do for them. And they just heard me say that he set me free. Well, if he set that brother free, then he'll set me free too. Mm-hmm. And you're absolutely right. We've got we've got to we've got to be able to share them. And I and I'm no psychiatrist, social worker, none of that. But getting past what I was going through was the ability to share it, because somebody somebody mm-hmm. needed to hear it. Mm-hmm. Somebody needed to know it. That exactly. sister can make it. I can make it. If that sister can do it, I can do it. If that brother withstood it, I can withstand mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I understand about the surgery because I was also a big, a real big woman, and I lost a hundred and four pounds. And I did five on my own. Thank you. And I've been doing it all my life, but I said I'm gonna do this surgery because I did it for discipline. And I'm so glad that I did. I had a little complications from it. Okay, but God by my side and everything, I prayed and gave it to him, you know, and I talked it over, and um, I'm doing better now. I'm doing much better now. Wonderful. And I can't eat regular food. I miss my gumbo. But there ain't no but, you know, Mm -hmm. I could eat regular gumbo, but they make it so spicy. And I can't, I don't, you know, try not to eat spicy because I don't have that much of a stomach. But I just don't want college. I had about two years, you know, and I didn't want to mess mm-hmm. nothing up. So I said, I'll leave it alone. Right. So all right. I did is just stick to my little basic, my little small little sofa. I mean, salt, salt, salsa, or eat a little bit of both. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And I just exactly. did my protest. And that's the best thing I ever yes, did. Yes. But everything the best thing I ever did. That's and why this came my mind before, I ain't trying to get off the subject, but when I mm-hmm. when I first came on, I thought I put it on the mute button, and my sister name was all hollering, so I apologize for that. Oh, no, you don't. No, no, it, they, they hooped and hollering, and, and normally when, they, when somebody talking, I'll put the mute button, and I thought I had it on. And I didn't want this to want them to disturb. And I'm trying to tell them to shut up with my hand, but they don't listen. <laughs> they treat you like a baby. It was quite all right. Okay. You all right? Like, like right. I said, that 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 weight loss surgery. Oh, that's the best thing. Yes, that's ma'am. A, I, I mean, I've been wanting to do it. I tried with the lap band, but once I got on disability, my insurance kicked out. So I'm glad I waited because um, I went on here and got the sleeve. And they only told me I was going to lose like 20% of my weight. I lost 25% of my weight. They don't know me. They don't, you know, once I get stuck on my mind and my brain, that's it. I'm gone for me. I never, I never want to let let myself go like that no more. Right. At the first time I was going for the wrong reason, ma'am. Right. I was at first I was doing it for a wrong reason. Right. To try to make somebody else happy, but God showed me do it for yourself, and I did it for myself. For yourself, that's it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. But to keep your tool activated, because it is a tool, um, mm-hmm. eating properly is one of the main key components, but move about more. Even if you uh, park a little further from the door of a store, move about more. Or when you're in a store and you know you're going to one hour, walk the store, and that way it'll build your stamina up. Because um, I don't know about you, but because I was so heavy, my legs... Um, they, they're very tired. I can stand for so long, but they're very tired. But I have been strengthening my legs to um, get more endurance in them. So um, just try to walk more, try to exercise more, and you'll still keep that tool activated. Instead of 25%, the next time you talk or come on here, you'll be like, well, 
I lost thirty five percent of my weight, you know, because it's it's a process. You just don't stop. Oh, it's yeah. an ongoing process and it's a lifestyle change, yes, ma'am. Well yeah, I'm going more. But you see one thing about me, I carry my car with me twenty four seven. I sleep in my car twenty four seven. And I use my car twenty four seven. My time it rest is when I rest. I have everybody cracking with that. When I, I go to Walmart, mm-hmm. I don't get a wheelchair. I I'll use that basket and walk walk around the whole store. Okay, mm-hmm. but I walk yes. a lot because I don't have a car. My car is my feet. That's why I say I keep my yes, car ma'am. with me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. So I'm, yes, you know, I just gotta be able to keep get my bone to build up. That's the only problem I have. My bone is is I'm losing bone. And I got Now, are you taking calcium? Are you taking calcium pills? Are you um, are you uh, drinking um a lot of protein? Are you getting enough yeah. protein? I'm getting enough protein. What it is? Have, um, I'm going this Tuesday for my um parathyroid surgery. Got to take my parathyroid out because mm-hmm. it's producing too much calcium. And and I cannot okay. take that much calcium until I finish that. When I do the surgery. Okay. Because my, okay. uh, my shoulder, they want to replace. My hip, they want to replace. I think God going to take care of me. And so far, right. I've been not wood. He's taking care of me. So, I don't, you know, I'm tired of crying and and everything. He told me he got, he got my back. I said, okay, I'll leave it there. And, and I left it in his hand. Whatever this is, just like he made yes, me decision to do this surgery. For this, this um, mm-hmm. the waist loss surgery, he's going to make me do another mm-hmm. surgery. And if you don't want me to do it, I won't do it. Right. He'll give me a sign, some kind of way, right. he'll give it to me. Yes, ma'am. Do you, do you do any stretching at all? Yeah, I I bought a bike. I, I ride my bike. The inside, that, you know, um, no. the incline, but not. Okay. Not the bike. Now I'm saying stretching. It's so it's, a, it's my, like a cord, like a bungee cord. Not a bungee cord. It's oh, like yeah, um, one of those straps that handle. you lock something down and you put your foot. No, ma'am. You just put your yeah. foot in it and you lay on and your you bed and you pull your leg closer to your body as possible to stretch your leg. Yeah. You do, do one that. leg at a time. You have one of those. Yeah, I do. I do that. Not all at all. Okay. Um, I, and I also have a regain with a with a um exercise tape and everything, and I do that. Yes, I, I move all my body, you know, because I don't want to go still. So right. I've been doing say, I, I've been doing pretty good. Thank thank the Lord. Okay, well, good, good, good. Well, I'm proud of you, and keep up the good work. Thank you. You too. Now I. I I know what Thank I know. You. All the struggles that we went through. I know yes, it's, it's it's easy to put it on, but Lord, it's hard to take off. And it's, but once you don't have nothing in two years, okay. if you ain't had nothing in two years, you don't want it no more. That's correct. No well, you know, uh, <laughs> that's correct. But you know, the thing of it is, with me. Um, Mine just came on because I had thyroid issue, hormone issue, and I retained twice as much fluid as the average person. So I had a lot of mm-hmm. negatives going into this. So, um, and I still have, uh, my thyroid is still acting up to where um, I've been at a standstill for a while. So I had to go back to the basics of strictly liquid for a while and um, also drinking a lot of lemon water, warm lemon water, lemon water all through the day, water, water, water. Because I need to, to, to jumpstart my tool, and doing so, mm-hmm. um, I've lost an additional 20 pounds where I had was at a standstill for about eight months because of my thyroid. Oh, and all yeah. they want to do is give me pills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they tried. They, well, I had yeah. diabetes, but they took me off the insulin. So that was one good thing. Oh, good. And for yes, a thyroid, I still, take, I still have to take the pills. But that, um, Mm-hmm. But they got to remove the parathyroid because they couldn't do a biopsy on me because it was too close to my artery. So they're going to oh, go ahead okay. and remove it. But like okay. I say, whatever God wants me to do, I'm going to do. Yes, ma'am. 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 Yes, ma
So like I tell everybody, yes, we all yes. have moral bodies. This just moral bodies yes. we are in. When he's yes, ready yes. for you, you just better be ready for him. Thank so you, don't, you don't yes, ma'am. You're going to take you in a minute. Yes, ma'am. You know, give me my flowers while I'm living. Don't wait till I'm gone and tell I'm going to give them to you. While I'm living, give me my flowers. I want to smell them. That's right, so you can smell them and smell them and, and yes, enjoy ma'am. the beauty of them. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, and don't cry over me. I mean, I know you're going to moan and stuff. You know, and all that. That's, that's yes, more than yes. natural. But when you, when you moan and you yes, guilty yes. or something, don't be guilty. Celebrate. I'm going home to my father. My father yes, loved me. He told me. He said, I love you. I, I know y'all love him, but I love him more. Wow. Yes, man. You, you know, and you take it upon that and, and went on. You know, and like I told, um, yes, I, I told my sister, them, telling me why you went to a psychiatrist. I said I didn't go to a psychiatrist. I went to a grieving counselor. I said I can't talk to y'all. Y'all going through the same thing with what I'm going through. We lost our mother, and then the week we lost our brother. Mm-hmm. So how can I come to y'all? Mm-hmm. And Ron, how can I lost a mother and right. a husband? I couldn't come to y'all. And y'all don't like to see me cry. Right. You know, they always did treat right. me like I was a baby. And I let them. That's my fault because I love being treated like a baby. But uh, so I went to a grieving right. town and she, oh, she helped me. She helped me a lot. Let everything mm-hmm. came out. And, oh, Lord, I mean, I, I felt so much better. You know, because I've seen that in the tape. She told me. It's not no problem. You still hear your mama talking. You still feel your right. mama in your heart, but that's where she's at. I say, yeah, right. I know that. Yes, Ain't nobody gonna tell me that. I say, if I look in the mirror, I'm looking at my mama. Mm-hmm. But I, you yes, know, man. I miss her because everybody gonna miss their loved one. Absolutely, everybody. That's you know, that's correct. And, they say, time heal all wounds, but you're not going to forget. Time ain't going to never make you correct. You know, heal that. Yes, It'll make That's you forget correct. the bad times and be prepared for them, but it also mm-hmm. make you look at the good times. What a good yes, time man. it was. Amen. And the celebration she went home. Amen. Yes, now, I know I preached enough. I am, I, I, once I start preaching, that's it. Um, but <laughs> you just can't. I guess I can't. Have, you just can't have no offering plate up in here. So, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> my offering is my my wisdom and my help to others. Yes, ma'am. I need a good day. And that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to encourage one another. Right. Yes, ma'am. This, this little girl, she, yeah. uh, she just Bible got married. Bible says iron, sharpen iron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they wanted me to babysit, and they was going to pay me. And I said, not for the day. You ain't got to pay me. It's just a training code. So go do what you got to do. So. <laughs> That, you know, two children. I said, they, nobody going to do that. They, some people may do that for you, but I'm going to do that for you. Give you a day. You all struggling. Go ahead and do what, do, do what y'all got to do. So, I don't, you know, I'm, 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 help, yes, I'm good helping. But, you know, that's it for me. I'm going to be quiet. Can, can you believe it? Well, thank you so much for sharing. Mm-hmm. No problem. Well, you know, before we before we get out of here, um, Lisa actually has a, a event coming up pretty soon, and um, Lisa, if you wouldn't mind sharing that information with us, and and we'll share that weekly, all the way up until the time of the uh, event. So, if you want to share that with us, please. Okay, so the event is called Hidden Secrets. 
It is October the 27th, and is, the theme is Unveiling the Mask of Toxic Relationships. And there's two women, myself and another lady, and two gentlemen will be actually um, sharing the stage and sharing our testimonies or sharing our stories of toxic relationships from different angles of toxic relationships. So I um, can't reveal my uh, all of that, but, you know, unveiling the mask is, is, is really uh, – the same because we all wear masks, no matter what the mask is. It could be toxic relationship, it could be abortion, it could be molestation, it could be um, rape, it could be uh, murder, it could be um, stealing. We all carry, we all wear some type of mask. So um, October 27th here in Jacksonville, Florida, we we will be uh, sharing uh, our stories on stage uh, concerning of giving people hope, inspiration, and empower them of knowing there is um, a way out to be free, toxic-free from whatever relationship it is. Well, I look look forward to uh, being there and supporting you and the rest of the cast, and um, we'll be praying and trusting and believing God that it will do with a certain purpose that is being done for, that some people will be empowered and strengthened and helped. And I'm sure they, I am certain that uh, someone or others or people will be helped that night. So we're grateful tonight for, for those yeah. of you that joined us. I can't call this the inaugural because we did the inaugural last week, but we did get a chance to meet a couple people um, to share a little bit. And I'm grateful for everything that was said and, and done here on tonight. And um, in a second, I'm going to ask Lisa if she wouldn't mind closing us out in prayer. But before we go, I just want to um, find out if anybody else has any any comments. Thank you, Veronica. Thank you, Pam, um, which is the only names I kind of got. If anybody else is, is here, thank you for being here. We're going to be here every Monday, and we hope that you can join us. But if somebody has a final comment or something you would like to share before we close out for the evening, would you please do so now? Um, this I is just want to say thanks. Um, you can go ahead. Yeah, I just want to put I'm that right on. Go ahead, Pam. <laughs> go ahead, Pam. <laughs> Okay. Um, actually, I just wanted to say um, it was very nice um, to meet each of you. Um, I definitely enjoyed um, the testimonies and the information that was shared on this evening. Um, I'm all about um, people being healed, set free, delivered from the past and our current situations. And more than anything, understanding the importance of forgiveness and when we can forgive ourselves and forgive others and know that through that healing process, um, who our source is, and, and, and through God, he can bring us through any situation that we encounter in life. And I think whenever we all understand, you know, that, that there's nothing that we can't come through and be able to share our testimony with others, but whenever we are ready to share the testimonies, we do have to be ready to share the whole testimony and not to give bits and pieces. And then we also have to know how to get over people. Um, The day that I really understood how to get over the thoughts of people, the judgment of people, what they may say, what they may think, that was one of the best days of my life. And I can honestly say that I've never been the same, you know. And when we can really get over people and know how to go forward, lean on the word of God, trust God, and know who we are and who we are through God, that truly all things are possible and we can really walk in the boldness and the authority and the power that he has given to us if we learn how to tap into it and activate it. So I thank you all so very much. Thank you, Pam. Awesome. Thank you, Pam. Yeah. You, you had something final, uh, yeah. Veronica? Yeah, I just wanted to say that got a little, Glenn know this song, but I'm going to say the little words. And it's so, when you ever feel down and you ever feel despondent, always remember 
You are a dot in a circle. No evil can get in. With God's love around you, his mercy surrounding you, you are dot in that circle. And all his love is around. So whenever anybody works on your nerves or you just don't have a, you have a bad day, and just think about that song. My mama written that song for us. And we and and okay. you get down on um, it's be like just think about it. You that die. And the circle sure. and the circle is gone. Yes, and his love. And that's all that's around it. And when yes, you man. when you feel that, I got goosebumps on my arms right now, just thinking about it. And believe you me. You go with a smile. Even 45 will make, just you can ignore him. That's how strong that song is. Wow. You could just ignore everybody, whoever working on your nerves, and or you down, or you feel down. Just think about that dot. And you'll be all right. That's right. Amen. Right. Lisa, Thank you so much for sharing. Amen. Lisa, Amen. if I could just say one more thing. If I could just say that I'm very proud of you. Uh-huh. Um, just even with the information um, as um, the assistant host um, this evening, um, you have definitely made me very proud. And I just want to openly just say how much I've seen so much growth and, and progress in you. And I'm just excited in how God is continuing to take you forward and how your ministry is continuing to expand and how I remember when you were very timid and you weren't this Lisa that I hear and see and that I'm so thankful to be able to see and that you understood the importance of your connections and your circle and you've making the ne- you've made the necessary adjustments that are that's so important. We have to understand that everyone isn't gonna continue to move as we move. Um, and it's no love lost. It's just yeah. your time to move. Yeah. And we have to understand that. So I just yeah. want to encourage you and everyone on the call um, just to make sure, and just so you know, that my husband feels the same way. He sees so much growth in you as well. And we've had several conversations about that. And so this is an encouragement moment for you and for everyone on the call that when we hear the voice of God, a lot of times we just have to, someone told me once that you have to know how to do it scared. And um, whenever we're not sure or we're nervous and not really sure, but what we can be assured of that is if God called it, he's going to make sure that we're able to go forward with it. So this is encouragement to everyone on the call that in our assignment, we just have to hold fast to our faith and know that we can make it if God called us to do it. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad that I'm this all with you. Oh. Well, I'm Glenn. She's Lisa, and we love God and his people, and this is real yeah. talk. Yeah. And Lisa is going to pray us out of here. Lisa. Okay, Father God, we just thank you for all that has been said tonight, oh God. We thank you that whatever, whoever has been on the call and who's going to listen thereafter will be touched, inspired, and healed from this conversation, oh God. As we go forth through this talk show, oh God, we ask you that the numbers will increase, oh God, so that we can touch many people, Lord, that are lost, that are just ashamed to just open up to whatever they have experienced, oh, God. So we just ask you right now, those that are on this call, to meet the needs according to your riches and glory, oh, God. And as we continue to go forth the rest of this day, Lord, continue to have your mercies upon us, have your angels around us, oh, God. And we will continue to give you all glory, all praise, because it all belongs to you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Sister Pam. Yes, hello. Yes, I'm here. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, ma'am. Uh, uh, I thank God for you. There's an open door here for you. Whenever God lays something on your heart, there's an open door, and you have our 100% uh, support. If ever, whenever, uh, yes. you would like to come and share something. Well, amen. I know God is going to continue to bless as you continue to walk in obedience. 
Amen. And I appreciate that. Amen. Love everybody with the love of God. To be God's will, we'll return on, on, on next Monday and share with you whatever it is God has shared with us. Everybody be blessed tonight. Okay. Amen. Have a blessed night. Amen. Amen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.